Um, but you know, I mean, some stuff you got to kind of keep polished a little bit, right? Uh, yeah, but you know, I think uh, that's something we could, we should actually probably talk about. Um, is the simple fact that uh, should you keep your content polished or not on social? Oh, media? hit the record button. Let's go with that. I already did. Oh man, even better. So, um, so what's your thoughts on that? That's a, that's a good question. So, um, overall. I think that's a hard, hard thing to do, right? It's a hard decision to make. Do you open up yourself, you know, to exactly who you are or do you keep the realm of like our company is, is not me. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, do, you, do you, anyways, my thoughts personally, my content that I push is a lot more of me and who I am and who we are as a company. And I think, uh, I think I mesh that pretty well. Like I do cuss occasionally, like I do open up that, that realm, but on my personal page, I'm wide open. So, and that makes sense to me. So, I mean, with my, uh, my company account, it is, it's very clean. It's professional. Um, and, you know, I mean, on my personal account, I'm going to do whatever the hell I feel like doing. Right. But with that, you know, it, it's kind of weird, man. We kind of live in a world now where um, I feel like some people, this may sound weird from somebody who, you know, cusses quite a bit. I, I really see no issue with it. But I feel like we live in a place where people feel like they have to. Cuss, yeah. yeah, like they think it makes them cooler. Yeah, well, I don't think I think it's just lost its. Um, I think cussing has lost its not shock factor. It's more of like the importance of it. Like so, like it brings an it brings an importance to a sentence, or it brings like, dude, it's hot as hell. So you know it's yeah. hot as hell yeah. outside, right? Yeah. Now it's more of like it's hot as hell. It could be fucking twenty degrees outside, and people just say it's hot as hell. Yeah. You know. But yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. I. So I want to make sure I'm framing this correctly. I mean, it's it's part of who I am. I mean, you know, I've, I probably never had probably the cleanest mouth, but um, I mean, the military made that so much worse. I mean, frankly, I think I cuss too much honestly, like just in my normal day life, like when we're having company meetings, you know, I mean, it's, it's just part of who I am. Right. Um, I think it would serve me better if I toned it way back. And then when I was making a very valid point, kind of like the, the analogy issues, uh, you know, it's hot as hell, like where it would stand out and it's not just me dropping enough bombs every other breath. Exactly. That would probably help me a lot more. I could, I could learn to tone it back just in my personal life, you know? Yeah. But I, I mean, going back to even when we, when, when we decided to do this podcast together, we were trying to figure out what, what stage were we going to do this in? Were we going to cuss? Were we going to open up ourselves to, you know, our actually personal lives? Are we going, what was the goal as far as what we wanted to do? We wanted to be authentic. And I think for the first couple of podcasts, we didn't drop any cuss words. None. I think I was, and I was the one, I, I think I cuss worse than you do. Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 we can't, we can't be doing that. We got to like, know. 
because because you wanted to do that professional appearance. Yeah. But then it started sure. to become that's not who we are. That's not what we do. Yeah. Um, and I think that allowed us to actually dive into the podcast. And we also, we actually saw an increase in numbers of like listeners once we actually started being personal. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I think we, you know, we were actually getting to be ourselves. I mean, we're sitting here just getting to talk and tell our viewpoints on things. And, you know, it wasn't just in the ad for my agency. This is an ad for, you know, your real estate company. This is, this is just us having good conversations and hopefully giving good information. You know, there's nuggets to fall out of this shit, you know? And that, that, I think that's something that, that's super cool. And uh, a lot of people think that they have to be so polished and so clean with their content that they forget to, to post the, the video that was not so good. Right. And they lose that content, even though someone could have related to that content. Like we put out three videos a week and not all of them are great videos that I do. And it's, it's part of that, that, that content game that you have to realize like, Hey, it may not be the prettiest. It may not be the, um, cleanest version of the video, but someone's going to relate to what we're posting out. So it's important to get it out. And if I keep thinking of like, Oh, that wasn't clean enough. That needs to be polished more. That needs to be this. This needs to be that you start overthinking it, start over, um, criticizing it. And then you don't post anything that day. And then you just lost a day. Yeah. Of yeah. Um, and I think that probably happens a lot more of people taking too much time to polish their content versus people not doing the content. Yeah. And, and, you know, I kind of like to think back or I like to think over to, to like Andy Frisella. I mean, you know, man, that guy, that guy's got a, uh, he's got an art with swear words, right? But if you look at first form, it, it's, it's pretty on point. Like, I mean, if you look at their social media and stuff, I mean, there's not, there's not any of that, but I think, you know, it, if you follow first form, you learn who Andy is, right? He's a, he's a CEO. So then you gravitate and start following him and then you get to, that's the cool part. I think it's what ties it together. I, I really like first form because of Andy. And then I've seen other people in the company that match those values and stuff. So him being his authentic self on his page, right? You, you feel like you get to see the real him right. and I like him. He seems like a great guy. And now I've met him a couple of times. He seems like a really great guy. But, you know, I mean, he, man, he, he says and does whatever he wants. Not everything I agree with, which I like. I don't want to agree with everybody, you know. But so I guess back to our pay, you know, talking about just your social media presence. So your presence in general, right? Uh, your company should represent the best of you, in my opinion. I mean, it should be you know, you got core value stuff. It should represent the absolute cleanest, best version of you. Right. And then people get to see the people behind it and, and get to see authentic, the authentic person. And I think that makes it even stronger. I'm not saying you should or shouldn't cuss. I'm just saying, just be the real you, you right. know? Right. So, um, I'll tie into this with that, like going in, we'll just use first form as an example. Um, exactly what you said, you know, you have, first form as a label, right? As the brand. 
And then you actually start realizing what you said. Like you go to these other employees pages and mm -hmm. you know, like next week we're planning on having on Will, um, who's leadership inside first form. You have to look like if you go to his page, man, like he has his information, he has his stuff. And then you click on his story and it goes into like, you get to understand who the people are that work for the company. And that's the coolest part for me. Like when you leave this office, when you leave this place and you have a Corbin team shirt on, like all of our clients, like I expect, not expect, but I, you know, there's a, there's a feeling that I feel when I'm wearing a Corbin team shirt for me personally. Like I, I feel that like, I have to put on my best. Like when I walk into a bathroom and, and there's, there's um, water on the sink, like I'm going to wipe it down. I'm going to pick up the, the trash that that's on the floor. You know, I'm doing these things just to be very visual or what would the word be? Very vigilant in myself and like how I'm, how I'm being portrayed, I guess. Sure. You probably just botched that. Um, <clears throat> no, man. I, I mean, I get, I get your point. I think everybody probably else gets your point. I mean, you need to, you know, it's like when a customer walks in my office here, well, they're not getting to sit with me. So I'm just going to be the authentic me and F this, F that, whatever. Right. They're going to get the best version of me. They're going to get the most professional version of me. Right. They want to go get a beer after. Yeah. They get a little more of me. Right. But you know, I like I tell my people here when, Think about your, I've probably used this example before, but I mean, I, I use this quite a bit here. Tell me your favorite actor. Mine? Yeah. Emilio Estevez, right? Is that I it? Who, I don't even know who that is, bro. Man, I want to, I want to fucking punch you in the face right now. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey, my guy. All right. Matthew McConaughey. All right. Good decision. Okay. When He's literally my man crush, just so you know. Yeah. Matthew, actually, I don't know if this works as well with Matthew McConaughey because Matthew McConaughey is really the same person, no matter if he's in a movie or if he's on. So maybe he just blows my whole point right here. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Man, all right. but, but look, all right. So, so let's, let's just go with it. So you got Matthew McConaughey. All right. He plays a part. You believe he's that character, right? Yep. Okay. He's that character, whatever he is. All right. He is playing a role. He is him being, he is himself being that role though. Right. Yeah. So it's like what I tell my people here. Hey, look, when, when somebody comes in or they call them a phone, you are in a role. There's an expectation. I go see a movie and that's the actor. I expect him to play the role to the T. Right. Right. And, but I don't think he's fake. The better he plays a role, the, the more I applaud it. Right. Shit. Yeah. They get fucking awards for it. So, you know, like how are we trying to achieve in our own heads an award for being the app playing that role? Client's got an expectation, you know, customers never had a real estate agent before and they set an appointment with you and come out. They, they're starting to develop in their mind what their expectation is. Mm -hmm. is. Are you playing that role to their expectation? Are you delivering that? 101% we are. Yeah. So, but I mean, like you're still you, Okay but you have to play that role and, and, and live up to that. So that's you being, you being a fucking professional. Facts. Um, tying into this, they, you know, when I got my sleeve done, I didn't want to 
I wasn't sure how I was going to go about it as far as like representing it to my clients or uh, posting it in videos and stuff like that. And I started, I started wearing long sleeve shirts even more, even in the summer when I was like, I don't want my clients to be able to see my tattoos because of that first impression realization. Um, and even with posting videos online, I didn't, I didn't want to have my tattoos in the videos when I, when I shot videos for the Corbin team. And then I started to realize, I was like, I'm not being authentic. I'm not being who I am. And if I honestly think that I'm losing business just because people don't like my tattoos, then fuck them. Like, I, it's not about my tattoos. It is about what I bring to the table. And I can tell you right now that 100%, 99%, I'm better than most of the people out here. There are some people that kill it, Right. I'm, I'm working every day to be that 100%, but I can promise you, if you come to me, I will take care of you. If you come to this team, I'm taking care of you, whether it's, whether you're an employee or whether you're a client and to be able to say like, Hey, look, this is what we do. This is what brings to the table has zero to do with my tattoo. Yeah. I mean, but like, I think when you say that, I mean, tattoos are definitely different. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess in a sense, but you know, you're talking to the king of long sleeve shirts. I wear a long sleeve shirt. I don't care if it's a hundred degrees outside, button button down every day. Yeah. Button down every day, but I'm simple. I got, I, I have literally five pair of pants lined up in my closet and I have like somewhere between eight to 12 shirts lined up in my closet. And it is just a rotation of those. That's all it is every single week, but that's just how it works. I like it simple. Um, I digress. You know, I used to be big on like if you had tattoos, they had to be covered. When I first got this, got to be covered, got to be covered. I don't give a shit about that stuff anymore. I actually just, we had a thing going around. I was like, hey, I don't want to see distressed jeans. I finally relaxed my dress code. Used to, when I, when I opened, you couldn't even wear jeans except for on Friday. I mean, I Friday it. was the only day you could wear jeans. I get it. <clears throat> and then I started saying, hey, look, you know what? You can wear jeans. Don't really want to see tennis shoes during the week. You can wear tennis shoes on Friday, but you can wear jeans anytime. Um, you know, but it needs to be nice, clean, you know. And then we start having people come in with these distressed jeans, right? And yeah, I do know that actually. Yeah. I got one that does it on a regular. Sorry. So I went and said, Hey, I don't want to see any distressed jeans. Well, then a couple of times I still noticed it, but I didn't say anything to anybody. And um my kind of like my my executive assistant my admin she came to me and goes well you know like we're still seeing it and i was like you know what i realize i haven't said anything because i don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck i want people to treat people right that's what i care about be put together don't have your fucking crotch hanging out or some shit you know like like your whole your whole knee you ever see people with these they call it distress but it's like a hole from like their thigh to their to their to their uh to their shin like no don't do that don't look like you're homeless okay but be put together well i don't give a shit take good care of people that's what people care about like be good to our clients and um you know i mean that's the environment like you know that that's what matters if i focus on fucking dress code every second of every day or whatever shit that doesn't make you a better company doesn't mean your clients get treated better that's right you know I can promise you, you call into this office, you may not know who's wearing what or if That's they're right. wearing any clothes at all. That's right. But, 
you're going to be taken care of. And that's the most. That's right. So we, we kind of went all over the place. Um, going back to social media though. So I had, I used to post, I don't post it like I used to, but I used to post quite a bit on my personal Instagram. I would do a quote of the week every single week. I got a board in the back. We put a big quote on it and then I would post it to Instagram. I would put that I was at Chapman insurance group and I had a guy reach out to me friend. All right. Reach out to me. And he had a screenshot of that. He said, and the quote I did was actually just by happenstance was an Andy Frisella quote. And it said, fucking it. He goes, dude, what are you thinking? I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, that quote says fucking it. I was like, well, it's from my personal account. He goes, if somebody at my company did that, I'd fire them. Now, mind you, this dude has one of the dirtiest mouths I've ever heard. And he was like, he was Chris. I was like, you know what? And then that's when I realized, like, man, you know, appreciate it. Thank you for the feedback. Because I felt like he was coming from a place of caring, you know? Right. It's like, I, I, this is, dude, this is me. If somebody doesn't like that, it's my fucking personal account. I don't give a shit. Like, it's just, I'm just going to be who I want to be, you know? I think that's all, you, that's all you can be, bro. Yeah. Do you have any rules on... Um, I'm assuming your answer is going to be no, but do you have any rules about what your people can post on their social media? Negative. Um, I mean, I, no. I mean, I, I, for me, I want you to be who you are, right? Yeah. I got a guy that's a car guy. He's going to post stuff about cars as long as yeah. he's not, you know, putting his little wiener out there. I mean, I don't care what he does. Yeah. So yeah, that's like, probably, that probably would not be good. And then as long as he didn't put his little wiener out there and then tag the Corbin team to it and the yeah. grinder, I, I think I'll be all right. Yeah. You know yeah what I mean, I like you. for me, it's like, you know, I follow all, all of my people on Instagram mm -hmm. um, and Facebook or whatever. Like if I notice something that's like out of the ordinary, I might say something. Um, mm. but it's, it's going to have to be something that would be pretty serious for me. Like when I hire you, I've already been through your social medias. Like I already know what you're doing. Right. So from that brief situation, I know that you're not, you know, posting pictures of you smoking weed and acting like a crazy person. Like I, yeah. I've got that. Um, yeah. and so for me that upfront and clear, like, you know how to act. And if you choose to act, you know, incorrectly in the sense of like acting a fool and especially yeah. in one of my shirts. I mean, that's, that's different, but no, I don't, yeah, I'm, I, I really don't do anything. I mean, I, I follow a lot of my people. I mean, the only thing I will absolutely not tolerate is complain about the company coworker or, a, or a customer, you know, Excellent. which, Hey, but we enforce that daily about how important our clients are to us because they are, man. That's the only reason we exist and we value our clients around here. So I've actually never had a problem with it, but that would be the only thing I would have to, you know, really hook somebody up on. But when I interview 100%, if somebody drops off a resume here before I even call them back or anything, first thing I do is I go look on social media, check out their accounts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 100%. First thing, always. 
That's my first impression. Yeah. Oh yeah. No doubt. Like, I mean, before you even get an interview with me, uh, I'm checking everything out. So it's, you know, it is what it is. You, you, the stuff that you put out for people to see is who you are. That's just, that, that's, that's the name of the game. You choose to be perceived in a certain way. That's your choice. Like, but I can tell you right now, acting a fool, throwing up gang signs is not going to get you a job with me. Yeah, no shit. I've had a few. I've had a few. No shit. Yeah, you'd be surprised. Well, you wouldn't be surprised. But, I mean, I think if you're not doing that, you would be blown away. Like, if you're interviewing and you go look. And I don't mean the fucking, their LinkedIn. Right. So. All right, man. I think we're doing some great tips today. Hey, if you're going to have my suggestion on the company versus personal, personal be your authentic self. Company needs to be everything a client would expect it to be. I mean, that's an advertisement. And, um, but at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck. Do you? You want to do it the other way? Do it. I think it needs to work for you. Great. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. I think it does. Take some advice. God damn it. I Speaking of. Son of a speak. bitch. Let me talk. No, nah, man, I'm on a roll. All right, go. go ahead. No, you go. No, nah, I don't care anymore. I'm changing subjects now. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. You're good. So, speaking of it, doing it wrong, taking advice, I had a client call me the other day, and he was like, hey, man, I, you know, I, anyway, situation called in, was asking for some information, and he gave me a solid complaint. Not like how courteous, I mean, staff was courteous, everybody was great, but our process and something. He didn't feel like we were being secure enough with his information when he called in and asked for something on his policy and we gave it to him. He's like, you know, there wasn't really a check. Nobody asked and verified who I was. It was a non-secure piece of data. It was a VIN number. Shit, you can walk around the parking lot and look at those on dashes all day, right? But to it, he made a great point after he said it. I was like, there is things we can do better. And then I validated him through that. And then after I got off the, I thanked him, got off the phone with him, brought my leadership team in. <clears throat> we went through it, discussed it, realized there is some gaps, talked about ways to fix it, implemented it. And then the next day I called him back and told him how appreciative I was of him taking a moment to call me and telling me basically where my shit was fucked up. Boss. I was like, I can't tell you how valuable that is to me. Yeah, you know, that's... so when somebody gives you feedback client related, whatever it may be, if there's some truth in it, reflect on it and see where you can make it better because, man, you need that. Like if somebody's doing that, they actually fucking care. Mm -hmm. They fucking care, you know? So. uh, That's good leadership, bro. Good job. Thanks, man. So so proud of you, son. (laughs) All Uh, right. Also, if you have not picked up the book, Leadership Strategies and Tactics by Jocka Willink. You need to get on it. It's the tits. It is the absolute tits. Mm. Also, it's on Audible. So Uh, if you need it, listening to it and reading it at the same time, uh, you can do that. Is it it like along like a storyline, like extreme ownership or anything or is it um, um it's dude it's it have you have you listened to it or you read it 
No, no, not yet. I've been in some other books. Uh, so it breaks in pretty good. And then he, he goes into detail, like exactly. So this situation happens. You should do this. Hmm. Like it is, it is solid, bro. Like, so he's just teaching you, he's teaching you the steps and the mindset of how you should, you should analyze situations. Right. And then he breaks it down, obviously, Jocko way. And then, like, yeah. here's a story. Here's what happened. This is what happened. But then, let's just say, you know, you have the three main things that you have to go over in this section. He breaks them down into five more things. This is what the situation was. This is how it can be solved. These are the responses you can respond with. Nice. Right? This is a situation. This is how you act. Bro, it, it's legit. If you well, I'm gonna get it either way because I mean, let's be real. I mean, he's amazing. JP's our boy, so like we're always sporting them any way we can. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna get it. I'm right in the middle. So I just finished. I've been hammering some books. Have you read uh, One Thing by Gary Keller? Yeah, bro. Yeah, that dude. That you can't get a job at Keller Williams without reading the book. Well. I've read that book probably three times now. That's, that's, that's probably one of my favorite books, man. Yeah. I love that book. One thing. And then, um, the shit It's pretty good. That's another one of his books. Yeah. I have, I have to check that out. I really like that book, man. He tells a really good story as he goes through it. It's just a, it's a great read. You don't want to sit it down, but I finished that. Uh, I did that one earlier in January, just finished self-confidence by, um, Ah, shit. Power of self-confidence. Okay, Okay, but Brian Tracy um, just didn't really have a story, man. It was just like fact after fact after fact. Uh, But I just started um, this week um, Walter Isaacson's biography on Benjamin Franklin. Really cool. Excited about reading that. So um, just getting into that. But uh, I'm doing the audio of Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. so good i told you fuck i told you holy fuck i told you that's all i'm gonna say i mean it's danielle's doing the paper uh or the hard copy but since i'm already in a book reading it daily i wanted she's she couldn't shut up about it so i was like i'm just gonna download the audible version and listen to it in the the, in the truck so much uh man besides probably extreme ownership. That's one of the best audibles I've ever done. So that's funny that you said that because I did um, extreme ownership, dichotomy of leadership can't hurt me. All (laughs) like, all dude, I was enough to say it changed my whole year. There was no coming down off that high. Dude. I mean, that it sounded like, I mean, if I did those three books back to back to back, I, I'd probably have to take a day off, like just to just You're not lying. So I wouldn't like hurt myself. You know I, what I mean? I was ready to run through walls. <clears throat> no shit. Was like, hey, we're here. We came up to here, and then this year, I'm just like, all right, enough of this for a minute. And then I then Jocko released the book, and I was like, okay, well, fuck it. We're just gonna have to. We're gonna Keep just have going. to take ten more steps up. Yeah. Yeah. I highly recommend to everybody listening, if you have not read Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins, that is one of the most practical books I've ever read. Yeah. 
like it's just as practical as can be just and it'll show you how much of a bitch you are yeah it'll make you go one more rep at the gym guaranteed yeah i mean it it, it i'm only about halfway through and everything i'm thinking about like when i'm taking my cold showers in the morning man i, I hate that you know it's just like can't hurt me and <laughs> i turn it down you know oh, cold. you know so um, anyways also you i don't know if you know this but he broke the world record of pull-ups he did yes you'll probably yeah you're probably not there yet but yeah he'll get into it don't fucking ruin stuff for me no, that's not ruining i'm just letting you know that's a known fact literally go to the guinness book of world records david goggins it doesn't surprise me just wait. I'm not even going to say anything else. Just wait. Yeah, please don't. All right. All right. I'll see you uh, Friday. Your plane's at 1030, right? Yeah. No. Just making sure I got the right one. That's all. Yeah. For this Krispy Kreme challenge, bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Man, I'm, I'm liking this situation that we all have going on here. Just doing wild shit. Yeah. Okay, close this out, bro. Grinder out.